I hate that. Welcome into the Bears Illustrated podcast, presented to you by BearsIllustrated.com, your home for Baylor athletics and recruiting on 24-7 sports. I'm Pranay Malampati alongside Andrew Miner, and we're excited to talk some college football realignment today. As many of you probably know, USC and UCLA announced last week that they're, that they're going to be moving to the Big Ten in 2024. And as was already established, Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC in 2025. And there, there's even more, there's even further realignment in talks right now. Um, but Andrew, first, I just want to get your thoughts on this huge move with USC and UCLA announcing that they're going to the Big Ten. Yeah, Brene, um, you know, just kind of crazy. The more shakeup continues to happen across the landscape of college football, um, you know, this time USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. Uh, so, so much for that, that handshake alliance uh, that happened after Texas and Oklahoma uh, declared they were going to move to the SEC. Um, but this move was a little less shocking um, that, to me at least than, than – uh, Texas and Oklahoma announcing that really seemed to come out of nowhere. And, and now this kind of just looks like more of the same of, of where we're headed. Um, really? That's interesting. I was actually more shocked by USC and UCLA going to the big 10. Cause like, at least there was precedent for teams going to the sec. A&M obviously left back in like 2012, along with a, a couple other teams. Uh, Missouri also went to the sec, but USC and UCLA. Now they're going to be conference rivals with Rutgers, who is literally all the way across the country. So I just find it I just find it really interesting that those two teams made that move. Yeah, I think I think there's precedent to leaving for the Big 10 as well and it, and it seems to be that the SEC and Big 10 are are obviously the two best conferences um here to to move towards it especially when you start talking from a dollars and cents standpoint but you know Nebraska, Maryland uh, Rutgers and then even Penn State back in 93 left for the Big Ten. Um, that's kind of when the expansion started, 90, 90, somewhere in the 90s. I think it was 93. It might have been 91. Um, so that that happens. I know the SEC is a little bit more more recent, um, but it, it's all it's all there. It's interesting that USC and UCLA uh, declare that's just a little weird because as someone that grew up on big 10 football, um, <laughs> obviously the Rose bowl between the pac 12 or pac 10 champ and the big 12 champ was, was always a thing. And that's what they were trying to hold out on. If you remember last summer to make sure that the Rose bowl kind of stayed intact, make sure that, you know, kind of the history of college football, at least in that regard was preserved. Um, and then USC and, UCLA, I, I guess, kind of tossed that aside. Maybe, maybe Lincoln Riley went over there and um, spoke to some folks, campaigned a little bit to uh, to make that move. Um, but I think they they kind of just wanted to make sure that they made a move and that um, you know they were looking out for themselves, just like Texas and Oklahoma did uh, last year. Yeah, and here's Lincoln Riley who said that he was totally against Oklahoma going to the SEC, but now he's taking USC to the Big Ten, which I think I, – I still think it's even more shocking. And it's – because I feel like this is the first time, at least – and correct me if I'm wrong, but at least from what I know, that a team on the West Coast or something or on the East Coast went to the Pac-12 or, like, 
but a team on the West Coast going to the Big Ten, which is mostly in the in the Midwest and on the East Coast, I think it's just this is like the first big wave that's showing that we're gonna have a completely different college football future than what we're used to. I might agree with that well a little bit. I totally get the the West Coast thing. Uh, to me, nothing was more shocking than when Texas um, left to the SEC. I just, to me, that's that was a really weird start of this whole thing. Um, you know, not being associated with the Baylor's, the Techs, um, and anymore. Obviously, going back and playing AM, it was kind of happy that that would um, be back. But for me, it was, it was te- Texas a little weird going to the uh the sec and that was that's to me texas leaving is what made it more shocking um because of how large and relevant even though they have sub 500 seasons um they're still that relevant in college football to make such a seismic uh shift um interesting to me ucla and usc just it didn't move the needle as much, especially with the, the precedent that already was. I mean, I kind of saw the news and I was like, that's, uh, you know, I guess this is, you know, this is kind of where we are. You know, it's kind of, really? it's kind of weird, but that's kind of where we are. Wow. Um, but where we are is, is it's looking like the Pac-12 is going to dissolve sometime soon, especially because apparently Arizona, Arizona State, Utah and Colorado are in, pretty big talks with the big 12 to move to this conference sometime in the near future. And if that happens, apparently they're going to talk tomorrow with those schools. And if that happens, then I think the PAC 12 is kind of done for. Yeah. Um, I, I think the big 12 needs to act fast. And that's why I wanted to ask you, you know, kind of what, where, where, where does the big 12, where do you see the big 12 moving forward? Uh, you know, as all the chips start, you know, start landing, um, you know, what do you see the big 12 doing? And do you think they, uh, they go through those four schools? Do you, do you want a different set of schools? Uh, you know, what's your, you know, what would be your vision for the big 12 or, uh, yeah, if I had to guess, I would say that these four schools are ultimately going to come up, going to end up coming to the big 12 especially when you think about Oregon and Washington, there's rumors that they're still trying to get into the big 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, the PAC 12 will just have nothing to run on. And I think these four schools would be good additions to the big 12, especially I think the top choice is Utah. Cause obviously they just won the PAC 12. They're probably going to be a really good team this season. And they're in the same state as BYU who the PAC 12 was not willing to accept because of religious reasons or I think I think that's what it was um but now you can have a BYU Utah rivalry an in-conference rivalry which would be pretty cool to have in the Big 12 and then obviously Arizona Arizona State that's a rivalry and those are two pretty big schools um and then Colorado used to be in the Big 12 I think it can't hurt to have them back um, and in the bigger picture, obviously the SEC and the Big Ten are going to be the top dogs. They're going to be the top two conferences. We all know that. Um, and we'll have to see how many schools they top out at. I, I would guess probably somewhere around 20. Um, but that still leaves a ton of schools that were in a Power Five conference and that will be on the outside looking in. And because of that, I think there's going to have to be 
a third conference that might not be as, as good or as competitive as those two conferences, but still is considered a power conference and might be on that second tier. And with the Pac-12 essentially going off the rails, I think that comes down to either the Big 12 or the ACC. And if the Big 12 is able to bring in Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado, and then that added with obviously Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, and um, Houston, Houston. We're all big additions. Uh, Baylor's already here. Texas Tech seems like it's going to be good under Jerry, under Joey McGuire. Um, I think that the Big Twelve has a good shot at becoming that that third power conference, um, especially because like Clemson, Miami, Florida State probably UNC are all going to end up leaving the ACC. So ultimately, I think this is pretty good news for the Big 12. What, what's your take on it? Yeah, I think, I think there can be a lot more than three power conferences. I think it depends how, what the intentions of the SCC and Big 10 are and how many teams they're trying to gobble up. Are, are you hearing or thinking that a lot of the ACC teams are going to be absorbed into the SEC when you say Clemson, Miami? Yeah, um, I think I would guess that Clemson and Miami – well, Clemson and Florida State definitely, I think, would end up in the SEC. Miami, I think I think they will also end up in the SEC just because of geographical reasons. And then UNC could probably end up in either the Big Ten or the SEC – Virginia Tech might end up in the Big Ten. I think that would be a good fit for them. Um, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of those top schools are going to end up in one of those two conferences. And then you might have, like, a merger of the Big 12 and the ACC or something like that to form a, a third power conference and, and then kind of run behind the Big Two. Yeah, it's almost like the – ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12 leftovers kind of merging yeah, exactly. together. Not even the leftovers of the Big 12. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I mean, at this point, it's all the Big 12 minus Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I could, I could see that. That would be, that'd be interesting. I think it just depends on how, you know, um, how many teams jump into the Big 10 and, and, and SEC. Um, I guess to answer your original question of what I think. I, I think those would be good fits. Uh, I don't think the Arizona schools are as good as everybody's making them out to be, uh, but Utah and Colorado would, would be great. I mean, you outlined the reasons for, for Utah. Um, I mean, they were right there uh, knocking on the college football, the door of the college football playoff. And then Colorado has, you know, I, I think welcoming them back into the big 12 would be, would be terrific. I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, but I mean, if the Big 12 would want to be really aggressive, you know, go after an Oregon, Stanford, Washington type thing, I mean, I think the door is at least currently still open um, for that because I, last I heard, I think Washington, Oregon were inquiring about Big 10, but they were trying to maybe get, you know, answers from Notre Dame and even Clemson to join the, to the Big 10 uh, type, type deal. Um, so almost like they were, they were trying to raid uh, the top talent from the, the ACC and then trying to get the elusive Notre Dame to, you know, finally commit and join a conference. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's, a, there's a done, done deal yet. I think, I think the big 12 could still get, um, you know, some, 
some of the better teams from the Pac-12 when you think about, you know, Oregon or, or tap into that California market with, with Stanford. I think those might be good options. And uh, Arizona, Arizona um, I think they're, they're one out of their last 25 or 27. You know, I think that's their record over the last two, three seasons. They've only won one game. Wait, no way. Uh, yeah, yeah. You mean, is, that, is that conference record? You mean? No, 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 overall record. They were. Wait, I gotta uh, look this up. I gotta look this up. Yeah, uh, I think they were riding a twenty-four game losing streak before they beat they beat somebody last year. Um, but they were they were in line to potentially, you know, have the the worst uh, losing streak of all all time, if it, <laughs> if it was continuing into this year. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were one and 11 last year. And I guess the year before they were 0 and five, which I mean, doesn't really count. Yeah. The COVID year was kind of weird. So it was like five losses there. And then the year before, I think they were 0 and yeah, they, they, were, uh, they were, they were four and eight the year before. Yeah. But they ended on a seven game losing streak or something like that. Oh, gotcha. I think, right. If you, if you have it up. Um, one sec. 2019. Um, They started off four, yeah, they started off four and one and then lost seven in a row. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. crazy. The seven plus five is twelve, and then they lost eleven oh. games last <laughs> year. That's twenty-three. So they're one in twenty-three in the last seat three seat, uh in the last two and a half seasons. That's that's pretty wild. Yeah. That's, that's like it's not great. It's not great. That's as bad as Baylor in those early two thousand. Yeah. Yep, that's a, that's a great reference. Um, you know, I, I I wonder like I wonder um, an, an option. I don't think it's it's as likely, but you know, I've I've campaigned hard in the past to have like Boise State join the Big Twelve, and, and I think that was when it was pr- it's pretty clear that you know the other conferences were stable, right? And yeah, t- talent wasn't leaving, but like Boise State, U- Utah State. Um, San Diego State, like there, there's, there's some good talented teams in the Mountain West. Um, yeah, those are all definitely. You know, if in case, in case other, you know, other Pac-12 schools don't, you know, if the dominoes don't fall, I, yeah. I think that's a good conference to, you know, potentially get more teams from. But I don't see that happening um, because everybody's going to wait on, you know, the Big Ten and SEC are going to wait on the Clemsons and the Notre Dames and the Miamis, and then. Um, you know, the Washingtons and Arizonas and Stanford's and Oregon's are going to wait to see what, you know, happens there. And so the Big 12, I think, wouldn't wouldn't go after like, a you know, all these Mountain West schools. Although I think it could fit if you got like Utah, Colorado, Utah State and Boise State or something, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, all, all things being equal, I think that would be a pretty good, um, pretty good, pretty interesting haul for the Big 12. Um, I think that'd be pretty nice. Uh, I would still yeah. prefer like the Arizona schools. Um, obviously, obviously. Uh, agreed, agreed. If they were, if but if uh, you know, if they were going to Big Ten or if we couldn't get those, I think that's a nice backup option type thing. Yeah, definitely. I could also see. I could also see the Pac-12 going after those schools once. Yep. Once absolutely. Some of these, some of these dominoes fall. Um, and I guess one last thing, when it comes to realignment, 
what are the chances Baylor ends up in one of those two conferences in either the Big Ten or the SEC? Highly, I want to say highly unlikely, but you never know. Um, I wonder which one, which one do you think Pranay would be more likely for Baylor to go to? It's a good question. I, I'm going to have to say the SEC just because of geographical reasons and because we have ties to some of these schools. We've obviously been in the same conference as Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Missouri. Um, it's shorter travel times. We're, at, we're in Texas. And you have the rivalries. Yeah, and I think the Big 12 and the SEC are more similar in, like, culture-wise kind of. Yeah. Compared, compared I, to, like, the Big 10, ACC, Pac-12. I agree. I, I agree. I think the SEC would be the better um, place. But for some reason, I'm just thinking, like, they might end with how screwy everything was going. Like, they might just end up in the Big Ten. Um, and that, that could happen too. Yeah. I mean, the big time could potentially be like, we want a couple of basketball schools to bring in Kansas and Baylor. And obviously that, that's what smaller, I was thinking, the, the basketball schools. And then I could just see like the SEC schools, like A&M, Texas, Oklahoma kind of being petty and being like, you know, we don't want Baylor. And then convincing the other SEC schools to say like, yeah, Baylor's too small. So they're not going to yeah. bring a lot of revenue in. Mm -hmm. So Granted, we're yeah. definitely still a football school because football runs runs college sports. But we, like you said, we may not be big enough for the SEC. Well, yeah, this just just in pure size, I, I think yeah, Baylor's still football, and then it still goes football and then basketball. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that since I said I, I said basketball schools. So. Right, I I know what you mean. I think most people would too, but that's a good clarification. But I, yeah, for some reason, I just feel like yes, that question. I feel like yeah, Baylor's just gonna end up in the Big Ten because why wouldn't that happen? Um, <laughs> one of the other things I thought about was, you know, how in in four or five years in the future, like how is college football gonna end up determine a national champion? Uh, what what do you think that's gonna be like if we have a couple, you know? Um, super conferences of 20 20 ish teams uh, or more um if yeah you know the Big 12 I, and pac 12 combined how, how do you think you know what how how do you see the uh you know the national championship being being decided i feel like it could go, i feel like it could go one of two ways i think that one we might keep expanding because these schools want just more revenue they want to bring in more money and more playoff games obviously brings in more money um and money's the big reason for this realignment happening um whether that's a good thing or a bad thing we can disagree there i i don't like it but money is the reason and more playoff games means more tv revenue more tickets sold so i honestly probably think that's what's going to end up happening but i think the other thing that could happen is if we end up with two super conferences you could just have um maybe like a little bit longer of a regular season uh and then you just play like the champion of each conference and determine the national champion that way yeah so i don't yeah obviously i don't want to put you on the spot but flush that like let's flush that out a little bit more yeah um, because, like, I guess the deeper question is who's going to be 
eligible to win a national championship basically in college football, you know, in, in three, four, five years. Um, That's a good point. You know, are, are we going to see a couple, you know, big 10 SEC with two 10 team divisions and then just, yeah. those four, you know, four division champions are going to be in the playoffs and then four wild cards and just ignore the big 12 and Pac 12 left and ACC leftover teams altogether or, you know, um, yeah, no, so is it I guess one? the only way I see that second scenario playing out is if, is if the, if the SEC and the big 10 end up taking the power from the NCAA and are, and are able to kind of control college football themselves. And at that point they might be like, well, we have, we have everything we need. We don't need to include the NCAA or these outside conferences and people are going to watch us and they might just take that and run with it and say that whoever is the best of the teams in those two conferences is the national champion. Um, I think that would hurt college football in the long run. I think it would lose fans. It obviously wouldn't be as fun, but I guess basically it just depends on how much, how much power those two conferences are able to accumulate. And if they're able to overcome the, all the regulations that the NCAA controls right now. Yeah, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought uh, the NCAA doesn't really control college football, like the, the playoff. Isn't that separate? Oh, yeah, yeah, the NCAA yeah. yeah. The, the, NCAA, the NCAA is separate okay. from the playoff, yeah. Um, but I guess just in terms of uh, – yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it just feels like the NCAA is the body that oversees everything and is the reason why – there's at least some sort of parity because everyone still has to answer to the to the NCAA. But if the SEC and the Big Ten are able to separate themselves and they don't have to answer to anybody anymore, any like collective governing body, then I could see them trying to maximize their own revenue and separating themselves from the rest of college football. Yeah. They clearly don't care about the rest of the conferences basically saying like yeah hell hell with you guys like we don't have to include you in our little championship game and i and i agree i don't think um that would be for the benefit of college football um you know just in general you know um overall so i i think i think it could go a few different ways i think it could go maybe there are three 20 team conferences and um right just three 20 team mega conferences i think that's the most likely scenario you know six yeah 10 and then you could do like three three championship three champions three conference champion winners and then uh five wild card spots or you could do six division winners and two two wild card spots uh type thing and just forego conference title games. Um, oh, that's an interesting I don't, scenario. I don't, At that point, you're essentially just creating six conferences. Right, yeah. That, I, I don't, I'm not sure if I see that. I, I think I see conference championship games going away. Really? At, at some point. Or just being integrated into the playoff. I, I think that's what I see. I think that's a – yeah, I mean, I, I've also heard that conference or seeing that conference championships could go away i don't like that though i like 
I like the importance of winning your conference. I don't know. Right, but the, if the conferences are so large, then it's really hard to determine that, you know, one true. Um, That's true. Champion. You know, if you have 20 teams in your conference, you're not playing everybody, obviously. No, yeah, obviously um, not. The, the other thing that I've read is one 32-team mega conference and have, like, like just be like the NFL, like kind of have eight, four pod, you know, eight pods of four teams. Um, and I don't think you would do a division. Well, you, you might do, they might do division winners get into the playoffs and then wild cards, just like, just like the NFL. Um, That's a lot of teams you're cutting there. That's how. Yeah, no, I mean, agreed. And that, I think that scenario would be like, just take the top, you know, five teams from each conference and throw them into one, right? Like, yeah, like at that USC, point, USC, like, Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, Oklahoma, Clemson, Miami, Notre Dame, like all be in one, one yeah. Oregon, all be in one conference together, and just have that one conference be here's the thirty-two. It's not even the best teams of college football. It's like the biggest brand names, right? The ones and that then, bring the most money. Yeah, and then the rest, and that's why I think you know, you're going to see it negatively impact uh, college football. I, I even think the the moves of Texas and Oklahoma um, and the USC and definitely the USC UCLA, that's going to ne- definitely negatively impact um, college football because that's gonna definitely going to affect the Rose Bowl. At least with Texas and Oklahoma, you could argue, well, we get the, the old uh, SWAC or the uh, – the SWC rivalries back and uh, we get Texas A&M and Texas back uh, type thing. So at least you could argue that, but um, I think it's already to the detriment of, of college football for sure. And I think crowning a champion, more teams are going to be uh, explicitly excluded from championship competition. Whereas now it's kind of implicit, right? It's kind of implied that a lot of these teams aren't going to, uh, uh, be able to compete for a national title, right? Um, but the way it's set up, there's still a chance, at least on paper and in theory, that you should be able to have an opportunity. Um, but now I think it's going to be more explicit um, in saying like, hey, here, here are the super conferences and these are the teams that are going to compete for national championship A. We'll have national championship B here and then we'll have national championship C for FCS. Yeah, so basically just, like, separating teams into, set like, divisions and being, like... Right, which would suck 100%. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with everything you said there. Like, I grew up a, a big NFL fan, and I started watching college football, like, in, like, 2014 when the playoffs started. I went to college in 2016, and I've become a big college football fan because of how, like, because of how special it is, there's just something different about it. And all these moves are just turning, turning college football into another professional sports league, essentially. And I really don't like that, but there, there's a lot to be played out. Um, we'll, we'll just have to see what happens with everything, but thanks for tuning in guys to the Bears Illustrated podcast. We hope you enjoy the show.